Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio, another true story from True Story FM. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. This episode is brought to you by Submittable, a cloud-based submission management platform that makes it easy to accept, review, and select any kind of content, ranging from requests for donations, scholarships, and grants, to managing employee volunteerism forms, fellowships, and job applications. Learn more at submittable.com forward slash EFG. We're back with another special edition of Cause Talk Radio, in which we feature a deep dive conversation with one of this year's Halo Award winners. This episode features the silver winner for the group volunteerism category. The CarMax Foundation supports play with Kaboom. I speak with Leslie Parpart, Director of Community Relations at CarMax, and James Siegel, CEO of Kaboom, about their long-term relationship. We chat about how the partnership started with one CarMax employee and has grown into a multi-year, multi-phase relationship, how the partners found alignment around each other's organization's purpose and a focus on children and healthy living. We also dig into the three components of this partnership, engaging over 11,000 CarMax associates in their work, giving over 225,000 kids the opportunities to play, and how the partnership helps to build community among CarMax employees. Well, hello, Leslie and James, and welcome to Cause Talk Radio. Hello, Megan. Nice to be with you. Great to be with you, Megan. All right. Well, we're going to start off with the most basic of questions. Leslie, can you start off with telling us who you are and what you do at CarMax? Yes, Megan. I am Director of Community Relations at CarMax. So I oversee our philanthropy and our associate engagement programs with our 200 locations, almost 20,000 employees all across the country. Fantastic. And how about you, James? Who are you and what do you do at Kaboom? Hi, Megan. I'm James Siegel, and I'm the CEO of Kaboom. And I've been with Kaboom for about eight years. And I actually started out as a volunteer with Kaboom before then. Wow, that's a great story. I didn't know that. Um, Well, congratulations to both of you. First of all, I should have started out saying that on your fantastic Halo Award win, which is why we're here to talk about your partnership and some of your initiatives. So Leslie, I wonder if you could kick us off here a little bit and talking about this program. Um, CarMax is a longstanding partnership with Kaboom. How did that partnership originally get started? Our partnership with Kaboom has its origin with our employees. Uh, We partnered on an initial playground project in California in 2011 at the urging of one of our employees who'd been a part of a build with another employer. We brought the idea, talked our foundation board into it, and had a really successful build. We did a second playground in Nashville in 2012. And at the same time, we were embarking on a strategic project to land on a national cause area and hopefully a a partner. We surveyed our associates, we did some benchmarking and research and really zeroed in on the topic or the cause area of children's healthy living as one that was important to our associates, but also one that they saw as important in their communities and one they thought they could affect some change. So with that kind of as our backdrop, we began looking at organizations and of course, knew the folks at Kaboom, um, and really developed um, a partnership at a national level um, that carried us, has now carried us through three iterations. So we started out as a national partner back in 2013, and we're now on our third phase or our third iteration of that partnership. Um, So definitely incredibly successful, but it really started 
with one employee. That's great. I love that story. Thank you for sharing that, Leslie. Well, James, your partnership with CarMax has at least three key ways that it comes to life. Can you give us a brief overview of what some of those main touch points are? Sure. And first of all, I could talk about our partnership with CarMax for hours. It's one of the things that gives me great joy. Um, And I can absolutely give you an overview of the key areas of our partnership. But first, I think it's really important to say how critical is it is that everything really stems from where we find alignment on our, our respective purposes. And the specific tactics have evolved over time to be responsive to the world around us and the pressing priorities for our organizations. But starting with that alignment around purpose, and as you heard Leslie say, a focus on uh, uh, children and healthy living, um, and evolving with each other over time has really created a strong foundation where we've been able to co-create how our partnership comes to life in various iterations. And the three components of the partnership now, first of all, it starts with the amazing play spaces that we build together. And there, it's just an incredible story. We've engaged, I think by the end of next year, over 11,000 CarMax associates directly in our work. And that's giving over 225,000 kids the opportunity to play. And the work is really rolling up your sleeves and connecting directly with community and engaging uh, in a very authentic way with community through those projects. What we've layered onto that is a couple other things. The first is a focus on active duty military and veterans' families. And here, I think it's important to note that it's not just a cause that CarMax is supporting, but it's a key part of the CarMax family. They have a number of associates who are who have you know had military backgrounds, come from military families, and so forth. And it's a cause that they deeply believe in and feel deeply as a company. And we've been able together to reach communities that have a high proportion of uh, military kids who need places to play. Um, and that's been a terrific addition to our partnership. And then the, the second additional area is that we've uh, more recently focused on uh, what we call a future innovators program. And, you know, um, everyone knows CarMax for cars, obviously, um, but also it's an incredible technology company. And uh, as a result, they've seen the need in their own business for developing a talented pipeline of associates with STEM skills and also the disparities that exist in the ability to pursue STEM careers. And so together, we're trying to address those disparities because Play has the ability to build 21st century skills, um, and particularly uh, as you think about what's going to be needed for success in the future workforce, uh, that's just so so critical to be able to build those technology skills young, and that starts from kids playing. And I think that's one of the things I really loved about this partnership. There's a lot of nuance there in terms of how you've evolved this partnership, so thank you for kind of shining a spotlight on some of those nuances and just really creative, unique ways that you guys have joined together. Leslie, how would you say that these partnership areas kind of ladder up into the CarMax business objectives? Right. So um, really at the forefront uh, is 
are our values. James talked about the aligning of purpose. Um, you know, one of our values is putting people first and contributing to our communities to make them thrive. And so both from the employee perspective and the community's perspective, um, we're just not paying lip service to that. We're seeing it in action. So with our large-scale playground builds, you know, we are investing in our in our leaders or our, our soon-to-be leaders of our organization to lead those projects um, at a local community level. You know, my team sits in Richmond. Um, we support uh, these projects all across the country, but we really rely on our local operations, our local stores, and leaderships from those groups to recruit the volunteers, to be a part of the planning process. Um, one of the reasons I think the Kaboom partnership has been so successful is their community building. So it's not just a company coming in, showing up on bill day and bringing some dollars in sweat equity. We're part of the process all along. So from the planning day, the inspiration, the kids for the playground, we send a team of employees there. So they're there day one. They're part of the planning committee. They're building alongside. Uh, in addition to that leadership opportunity, it's really that active engagement in a local community. We are connected to every single community where we build, whether we have an employee who went to that uh, elementary school or whose grandmother lives across the street from it now, or their children's go, or they uh, were in a boys and girls club. You know, we have personal connection to every place we build. But then we also have associates who probably never stepped foot in that neighborhood before, whether they are from that city or they've driven two or three hours to come be a part of it. Um, so we see it's really important to roll up our sleeves next to our community members. Oftentimes, you may not speak the same language. You definitely may not have the same background. But that connectedness in a really meaningful way, um, we've seen help grow our company's culture um, and grow in employees. And then as James talked about the evolution of the other partners, you know, military space, as well as the future innovators, um, James hit the nail on our head. We're a car company, but we're also a technology company, right? We need to innovate all the time and working with a nonprofit like Kaboom that's also focused on innovation. You know, we've talked about research and development projects with them. We've um, started this new program. Um, when I told our marketing and product department about the future innovators program, like light bulbs went off. Uh, the excitement, again, some of them had been on, right. Some had been on playground builds. That was great. But when I started talking about um, design thinking and iteration and, you know, failing fast and using that with kids, they're like, you're talking my language. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of have a whole new group of associates who are now connected to the Kaboom work in another way. Um, and the same thing has happened with the military, right? Um, we have so many associates themselves are former military, they're a spouse, they're a child, they're a brother or sister. Um, and while I say all the time that people say that the best day at work often has been a Kaboom project, for our military-connected families, we get emails and calls saying, Thank you for giving me the opportunity to lead a project in my community with my my military family. And it just connects um, and really brings to life that value of putting people first. 
This episode is brought to you by Submittable, a cloud-based submission management platform that makes it easy to accept, review, and select any kind of content, ranging from requests for donation, scholarship, and grants, to managing employee volunteers and forms, fellowships, and job applications. I caught up with Submittable's product marketing manager, Natalia de Robertis Thai, to learn how they're using their product to help organizations of all sizes improve their own inclusivity practices and reduce bias. Because of the nature of our software, we're really uniquely positioned to help so like thousands or thousands of customers integrate better inclusivity into all kinds of opportunities that they're launching. So from grants and corporate giving programs to scholarships and fellowships to publications, uh, we're providing better resources and making them easier to find for our customers to eliminate bias in their processes and make sure that they're incorporating inclusive practices. Learn more about Submittable and get seven key strategies for integrating inclusivity into your submission and application processes at submittable.com forward slash EFG. James, can you talk about some of the complexities that come along with coordinating the many activations that this partnership entails? I know you have a fantastic team at Kaboom, uh, but there are a lot of moving pieces. So can you talk a little bit about how you're able to juggle all of those things? Sure. And, you know, there's complexity and then there's complexity. And our teams <laughs> work closely together on the intricate details for executing on all aspects of our partnership. But I actually think the most important is CarMax's willingness to embrace the true complexity of community change work. Mm. Um, about, it's, it's like five years ago now, um, uh, in Baltimore, it was uh, right after Freddie, Rick, Freddie Gray was killed in uh, Baltimore, and we saw the civil unrest there. And we were working in Baltimore for a while, but we uh, knew we needed to do more. And um, we were looking to grow pretty dramatically the amount of work that we could do in Baltimore, given the need there and, and given the urgency of what was happening in Baltimore and making sure that kids had safe places to play in the midst of what was a very difficult and traumatic time. Um, and uh, I was thinking about it recently, obviously, given uh, uh, recent events, and I was recalling how uh, we had a meeting where we were trying to bring various stakeholders together uh, to really um, accelerate the work that we could do together in Baltimore. And um, after the meeting, uh, Leslie pulled me aside and she said, it was wonderful to see how complex and challenging community, the community work is mm. like how many partners would actually say something like that? Like yeah. most of our work is trying to simplify things to make right. it as easy as possible to engage. And we heard the exact opposite, which was just incredibly refreshing. And, uh, CarMax was the first funder outside headquartered outside of Baltimore to come in a big way to support the work in Baltimore. And that says a lot. Uh, you know, I, I think what we see, whether it's in the work in Baltimore or every project that we do, um, CarMax Associates, CarMax in general, this willingness to run toward big challenges, not away from them. Um, and I think that that is 
truly the sign of partnership. Um, and you can only overcome complexity if you're willing to engage at that level, given the type of work that we're trying to do, uh, which is about like addressing real disparities that have been you know, built up over decades and decades of disinvestment in communities, often communities of color in this country. Um, and to me, that's the real complexity. And um, uh, CarMax, I think, just really distinguishes itself in its willingness to engage in that way. That's such a great answer, James. Thank you for kind of taking it in a little bit of a different direction because um, these issues, as we know, you know, from being in this space for a long time are very complicated and complex. Um, and I think you're right in that many, many companies want them to be simple and want to be able to kind of make a dent. Um, but it's not, they're not often that simple and they often have very complex roots that you have to really kind of take the time to invest in and learn about, you know, I mean, I think that's, that's part of it as well. So, um, thank you for sharing that. Leslie, um, I think, when I first started talking to Kaboom about you, they, uh, the Kaboom team really sees you as a, a goddess of all things social impact and employee engagement. I, I can't remember the exact word they used, but it was something to that effect. Um, and they just said that you really had an amazing way of communicating the importance of the impact to your employees in a way um, that they hadn't seen before. So can you talk a little bit about your approach to educating employees about this partnership um, and encouraging them to get involved in the many ways? You've kind of touched on a few points earlier, but I wonder if you can share just your philosophy of communication. Happy to. Those are very kind words from the team. <laughs> um, and, you know, while I'm, I'm happy to be the one here talking to you, it, it's really the organization that I come from. And it really starts with our CEO leadership. Um, we've had two CEOs uh, since our partnership has unfolded. Um, and I think Jane's going to attest, they are very similar. They roll their sleeves up. They come and do the hard work. They're not there for a photo op. Um, when Bill Nash took over as CEO and I took him to his first playground, I spent the whole day moving him on to talk to different groups of people and work with them. He just wanted to stay and finish a task, right? Um, and I think that the CarMax's and CarMax Foundation's philosophy in giving starts with it's the right thing to do, right? So business benefit, you know, all that comes when you're really start and your origin is we're giving back because it's the right thing to do. And so I think it comes, you know, easily for me because that is who I'm representing, who my team is representing with this work. Um, and it's really about the work first. Um, and I think that sets a definite tone from our top down. I think the other piece is that we've allowed our associates to choose over time how to get involved. So sign up for a playground build. That's awesome. Um, but maybe go back or bring your kids to that project or get involved in the military or the future innovators and have a say in that. But then also it's taken on another level. We've had now, I think, James, two playgrounds um, that have been created and built because our employees suggested them. And not only do they have a voice in what we're doing, mm. but a voice to see impact and change. We had one that happened in Texas um, and then one that happened in Kansas City that had a playground had built in honor of an associate's child who had been murdered and a playground had been built had fallen in disrepair. And she sent an email to one of my colleagues and said, I know this is kind of, you know, a long shot, but could we just do a, a fix up project? 
you know, can we just spruce it up a little bit? Um, the playground's called Pammy's Park. Well, that turned into, we completely rebuilt the whole thing. And the outpouring for that employee, her team, her manager, her store, and her community was overwhelming. And so I think, um, you know, because we're able to communicate in that way and have people engage and connect personally, um, really helps us kind of spread the word about Kaboom. I think the other thing we've done uh, important or, or focused on is when people go out to build playgrounds, some people have to stay back at our stores and work. Right. And so kind of um, celebrating them and thanking them for doing that. So other folks can go volunteer, I think has been, you know, kind of an important part of our building the connectivity. Um, and we just use, you know, kind of your normal communication mm. channels, right? Videos, like we've done a lot of co-creation of videos, both internally and externally with Kaboom. And it just tells more of a story than, than the written page. Um, playground builds are vibrant, exciting, full of life and energy and being able to show that. Um, so people come away with a pride, even if they weren't there with the screwdriver, the hammer, or the paintbrush, but they're really proud of what we've done. And they see that personal connection that many of our associates have to our projects. I love that. And I, I love the nod to the employees who are holding down the fort while other people are doing the the fun work, if you will. So um, it's not something I hear very often. James, so at Engage for Good, you probably know we're very focused on lessons learned. Like this is kind of our, our mantra is like, well, what did you learn? What was surprising? What was unique? So James, from your perspective, what would you say were your have been your top lessons learned? Let's just say over the course of this partnership, like what have you learned in partnership with CarMax? And a great deal. And some of it we've touched on already. You know, you, you've got to align around purpose. You've got to be flexible and nimble how you get there. And I think that's critical. Um, and then also you got to focus on outcomes and results together. And so we've been able to do that in different ways, focusing on uh, childhood health and well-being. Um, I, I also think that there's an intensity to purpose on both sides of the equation. So like at Kaboom, you know, we're all about ending play-space inequity. And we see these uh, egregious disparities in access to play for kids. And we're, we feel compelled to do something about it. And we, we know that the, the disparities didn't um, happen by happenstance. It's about a history of uh, exclusion and discrimination and disinvestment um, in communities, particularly black and brown communities in this country. Um, and we have a passion for addressing those disparities. And we have a partner in CarMax who's willing to dive in with us on addressing those disparities. And, you know, some of the indicators are, you know, you know, what uh, Leslie already mentioned, which is that you've got CarMax associates who live in the very communities we're working in, and they have such a deep personal connection to it. And then it's routine to show up on one of our projects and meet a CarMax associate who started driving at two in the morning to show up in time for uh, the build day to kick off because they, they feel so passionately about the cause and about um, doing something positive and very tangible alongside community and alongside their colleagues. Um, and when you have that type of intensity of purpose within a partnership, I think amazing things can come of it. Leslie, how about you? What have you learned over the years from this partnership that you've really kind of taken to heart? Yeah, so I, I think kind of two two things. One, from kind of the, the corporate side, 
that involving employees and giving them choice in how they spend their volunteers' time is important. So um, having opportunities for them to choose to build or participate in the wide array of Kaboom things that we do, but then also having a complimentary portfolio of other activities, um, whether it's a homegrown playground or a homegrown volunteer project or one of the other partners, we're not dictating to our associates of when they volunteer and how they volunteer. Obviously with Kaboom, we're, we're choosing where we build in conjunction with our leadership right? But it's not my team in Richmond saying we're going to build in eight, these eight cities this year. It's a collaborative process between our, our store leaders and our regional leaders and Kaboom. So they have a say in when we're building, where we're building, et cetera. So I think that's a really important piece and part of our secret sauce is this concept of employee choice and volunteerism. With the, the nonprofit partnership, it's really taking the time to build the relationship so that you can have the honest and transparent conversations to move the partnership forward. You know, things come up that you weren't expecting. Uh, things come up that are curveballs for both organizations. Um, and you want to evolve and, and try new things. And so putting the time in to have the relationship with the people kind of on the other side of the phone or the bit, other side of the video conference to get to know them, to understand what they would their priorities are, and then really working together, have those honest conversations through the challenging times, but then also getting to the great evolution and innovation in partnerships. James, um, I think over the years, we've seen that employee engagement has become a really critical piece of corporate partnerships and nonprofits have really been asked to do more and more and more. So can you talk a little bit about how you've had to adjust internally to meet the needs of corporate partners like CarMax? Sure. And uh, first of all, uh, just building on what Leslie said, there have been a lot of curve balls recently <laughs> for everyone. Right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. The year of the you engage. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, it's interesting. Um, there have been, I think, two key trends in corporate social responsibility that have, I think, affected a lot of decision making uh, around uh, how corporations show up um, uh, of late. And one has been the decentralization of volunteer experiences. So a lot of corporations are moving from a centralized cause platform to enabling employees to do what they want to do in you know their own personal lives to give back. Um, and then the second has been a push for uh, shared value. So how you incorporate into your business practices things that have a positive impact on uh, society. And, and I think what this current moment is showing us, and it's you know the confluence of two crises, a pandemic, a public health pandemic uh, that's recent, and a, a pandemic of racial injustice that has been around uh, since the beginning of the country, um, that what can get lost in that if you're following the trends of decentralization of employee uh, volunteerism and, and uh, uh, emphasis on shared value is true, deep, authentic community connection. And, I, you know, I, I think that what we try to do in our work is to provide the opportunity for folks to show up in that deep, authentic way. And, you know, by no means are we perfect at it. Um, we have a lot of work to do ourselves to continue to get better at how we do that. Um, 
but I think the, the, the work that we do provides that tangible outlet for folks to truly engage in an authentic way and connect to a cause that's bigger than themselves. Um, and my sense is that in the environment that we're in right now, where people are searching for connection in a way that is much different from what it looked like, you know, even six months ago, um, that that's going to become even more and more important. Um, and so it's up to us then to figure out, given the environment that we live in now, what we can expect to see in the foreseeable future, how do you create those meaningful, deep community connections at a time when it's risky to engage in large groups um, and, and uh, you know, other restrictions on how you go about your work? Um and so that's, to me, that's the challenge of the day. And it's not just for Kaboom and it's not just for our partnership with CarMax, but how do each of us figure out for ourselves and for our institutions how we're engaging in that deep way in doing true community change work that's going to have a lasting impact? Yeah, I think you've raised some very, very critical points. And thank you for kind of referencing things that are happening because it's certainly, uh, it certainly is the year of the curveball. So, um, Leslie, one final question for you. Do you have any advice for other companies that are just getting started in employee, uh, volunteerism program, employee engagement, or maybe they have something and they're trying to ramp it up? Um, any advice you, you might have for other, your peers? Yeah. And, and I think picking up on James saying, you know, you know, talking about, current state and what the foreseeable future is, um, I think my advice would still be similar. First off, listen to your employees and learn from them, right? This idea of having a kind of mandated program uh, that's a one-size-fits-all, you know, wasn't um, a best practice in in my view before now, and it's definitely not a best practice today. Um, And then consider what your business is and what's possible. Um, what, what do you, the constraints of your business allow? Um, where are your employees today? You know, what meshes? Cause you don't want to do things that conflict with your business. You know, you want to be in lockstep with them. You want to bring them along today. My, some of the biggest kaboom champions, uh, in our organization, and quite frankly, our volunteerism are senior field leaders, those who are overseeing. Um, the folks who work in our 200 locations because they see the direct benefit that the positive engagement that our associates have with each other and their communities have. So um, stay close to them, listen, understand that. I would definitely encourage anyone who's setting up a program or trying to grow it, figure out how data works. Um, my chief data officer loves it when I say data matters, right? We have seen over the past two years, tremendous movement um, engagement and participation in our programs to over 50% of our employees engage in some aspect with our programs. We're retail. We're not paying people to volunteer. Generally, we don't have that program. But yet 50 people are, 50% of our people are connecting. Part of that is because we're tracking it and we're showing it and we're encouraging people to use our systems and put the data um, in. But it's really been fascinating to see, especially a business that's driven by data, to also see our community programs benefit from that as well. So that's my advice for starting. Um, put, put some tracking mechanisms in. And then finally, focus on finding partners, not investments, right? You know, we in philanthropy, we write checks. We do that a lot for very good reasons. Um, but you really see the benefit from an employee engagement perspective, from a community investment, from a shared value investment, 
when you're able for at least some of your portfolio to focus on a partnership beyond just the financial investment. So listen, learn, data, and partner. I don't, I don't think we could have picked better words to end this podcast on. So thank you so much, Leslie. I uh, really appreciate both of your time today and you being here. James, where can people learn more about Kaboom online if they'd like to do that? You can find us at kaboom.org and at Kaboom on all your social media channels. Fantastic. And how about you, Leslie? Where can people learn more about CarMax and your social impact work online? So at uh, CarMax.com and our social responsibility site, and then at CarMax on all of your social channels as well. Fantastic. We will put that in the show notes, which you can find at engageforgood.com. Well, thank you again, Leslie and James. It was a pleasure. Congratulations again on the Halo Award win. And we will look forward to continuing to hear about your fantastic partnership in the future. Thanks, Megan. Thanks, Megan. It's been great to be with you today.